0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Improved Podcast, the official podcast of Classic Studios. I'm your host, Chase Collins, and happy Monday. Happy 5 a.m. morning to you. I don't know if anyone actually listens to this at 5 a.m., but that's when I schedule it to go live. So, boom, you wake up first thing in the morning. It's ready uh, for your listening experience. Um, I hope you all have been enjoying this month of fitness themed programming we are winding down the end of january have this podcast and then one more uh ready for you all and i'm very excited for you all to listen to these podcasts this is part two of 100 days without drinking alcohol uh featuring my good friend brian so we did part one um at the top of the month and now we're gonna do part two uh where we've completed the 100 day challenge asterisk, um, And you'll learn about that later uh, in the podcast. Um, But yeah, um, it was a super interesting experience. Allowed me to, you know, self-reflect and all of that. And it was great having Brian along on the journey. Um, Or maybe for Brian, it was good to have me on the journey because he started this thing. Um, And I, I just bandwagoned it up and decided to join them because I thought it would be a fun little game to play. Um, And it was! uh, Yeah, I hope you guys are excited to hear that. If you want to jump around, there are time codes in the description box. And with that, I hope you all enjoy this podcast and have an excellent week. I hope you set your goals for this week. I hope you achieve your goals for this week. And if you want to stick around towards the end to hear about my goals for this week, go ahead and do that, and I will close out this podcast then. All right, I'll catch you later. Bye! Improve podcast. Improve podcast. podcast. Improved podcast. All right. Hello, Brian. Welcome back to the podcast.
1: Hey, Chase. Thanks for having me back on, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, this is part two of our 100 Days Without Drinking um, challenge that we've been doing these last several months. Um Brian, you actually just hit 100 days without drinking like a couple of days ago, right?
1: Yeah, so I'm on day like 101 or 102. I'm I'm going to start counting less frequently now that I've hit that 100 point or that 100 yeah. day goal. So but yeah, I, I just I just finished it.
0: That's sick. I'm at day it's like 90 uh, I guess I can back count. So my 100 day mark is January 1st. So I'm at So 28th, 99, 98, 97, 96, day 96, asterix. So I guess I got to talk about the elephant in the room. I did have a drink, ladies and gentlemen. I had a drink between now and the 100-day mark. Um, It was on day 77, which, fun fact, we actually, I think we recorded a podcast that day, and I had a drink that night. Um, And it was to celebrate me getting a new job. So I think... You're allowed to break the streak. I think we talked about that before we um, before we committed to this, that if any of us get a new job where there's a birth in the family, you're allowed to have a drink. Um, that's not really true, but I broke the rules, and I'm trying to justify it, but um, it'll be 100 days, January 1st, asterisk um, for Chase. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, man, there doesn't need to be any like hard and fast rules to this. Like We're just doing it as an experiment. Uh, to, you know, to see if our relationship with, with booze changes or, or, you know, just a chance for reflection, really. So we're going to be talking a lot about that today as well.
0: Yeah, it's been interesting. I don't know. I, it's, I've talked to a couple of people about this, and it, I haven't found a great way to explain it. Because it's always like, oh, you have a problem? And I'm like, no, we're just, we're just like exploring our relationship with alcohol. It's nothing like we felt we had a need to, it was just like, hey, let's try this thing out. And it's always like,
1: oh, okay. All right. Let me know if
0: you want to get a coffee. It's like, oh God.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like this, this thing that's been a constant and just been a given, right? For our entire adult lives. Like, oh, well, why, why is it like that? Because it makes me feel bad sometimes. It makes me feel bad more often than I'd like it to. Mm -hmm. So why why like that's just the question why do i keep doing it um, yeah and through this hundred days we've had a lot of answers to that question. and you know whether whether or not the we have an answer that we like or whether or not we have a hard and fast answer that's kind of a different story but we've we've gone through this process of a little bit of that self-reflection and been able to establish oh okay I understand a little bit more about this. And for me personally, I guess I'll just say, um, you know, I hit the hundred days and I had that day on day 100, where I was able to think back. Um, and it's weird to say, but my drinking days, I'm doing air quotes. My drinking days seem like so, so long ago. Uh, I've really enjoyed these hundred days and. Uh, you know, I haven't woken up hungover. I've had great sleep. Um, it's easier to to it's easier to be healthier in general, like in terms of consumption.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't feel tempted to do like a late night, like binge, of just like crappy food. Yeah, um, I've saved money. Like I'm more dependable. We have some sober driving stories that we've talked about here and there. Um, and yeah, I'm just. I'm just really enjoying it. So I've decided, well, you know, I've decided I'm just going to not drink anymore. I just don't drink anymore. So yeah, I'm yeah, for the long haul. I know we're going to talk about it later in the podcast. But uh, for the long haul, I'm, I'm going to be dry. I've just really enjoyed it.
0: That's awesome, man. So that's sort of yeah, like, you took, you know, this 100 days. And after reflecting on it, it was, you came to the conclusion that it's not worth going back to.
1: Yeah, when it was a part of my, like, routine, my habit, you know, mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever, uh, it was kind of, like, passively happening, like, oh, I guess I'll crack open a, a cold one, or I'll pour a glass of wine, or whatever, uh, but now it would require an active decision to drink, yeah. and that active decision is that extra step in my brain, it's like, uh, eh, why, like, why, why would I do that? And then I think about it, it's like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel as good tomorrow, even if I have one or two drinks, because at this point, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a great thing waking up in the morning, feeling totally good, totally good to go, waking up at five, getting the workout in, you know, you can't do that. You can't do that consistently and enjoy it. If you're even having one or two drinks that night before, like totally wrecks it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what's going on for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have, um, you know, we've had a bit of a different journey these last hundred days. And I think it's interesting. Um, you know, you've come to the conclusion of sort of, you know, going for the long haul and I'm not in that camp. I, I don't, I don't foresee myself doing this again. I mean, maybe it doesn't, doesn't really matter, but I don't think I'm going to draw the line at like, okay yeah i'm gonna be dry or anything like that i want um i foresee myself having a drink like on new year's day and everything like that and i i sort of want that i guess but i don't know why and just like you were getting to um the there's the decision making process to have a drink you have to make that conscious decision as opposed to it being a passive one and that's something that i'm wrestling with as i'm approaching this hundred days i'm like why I can't justify it, I'm struggling to come up with a reason that's good enough to indulge in alcohol and it's it's an interesting it's it feels like not a rock in a hard place, but just like why do I want to do that and i that's something I need to like explore personally, i guess is like why do I have this desire still to you know consume a drink on A given day like it doesn't there's i know there's no benefit to it but i still it's like oh but i haven't been able to do this for so long like i kind of i want to i want to do it and (laughs) it sounds silly
1: yeah no i i I totally know where you're coming from and you know at at the very beginning of this uh challenge or experiment whatever you want to call it uh the goal coming out of it was never like okay i'm like definitely going to be sober forever yeah, You know, it was just a chance to take a step back and, you know, allow yourself to have those, those thoughts. Like, why, why am I doing mm-hmm. this? So to your point, um, you like wrestling with that decision uh, is exactly the point of this and like why we did this in the first place. And, you know, no matter what you do, you've gone through that hundred days, you know that you don't need it. You've had a period of probably better health, um, and your decision making in the future is probably going to be better for it, just because you've you've allowed yourself to have that experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've definitely enjoyed it overall. It's been well, I it's been a good experience, and I've liked having this you know period to really reevaluate at what, how much of a factor alcohol plays in my life. And that's been fun and interesting um, to explore. And, you know, I said this on the first time we uh, on part one, but, you know, for me, I wasn't drinking heavily sort of to begin with, I think we were both like in that moderate drinking category. So going from like not drinking very often to not drinking at all, the benefits were like marginal, right? At least that's how I felt. It was I was still already waking up at 5 in the morning consistently running and doing all those things, but I was already factoring in like, okay, I can't drink today or I can only have one in order to meet those goals of you know running and everything like that and waking up early. So it's um, interesting how those – I don't know. Like the benefits were the, – the delta was small for me. And so I feel like I can go back to what I was doing and not, and maybe that Delta will be larger now because I've had that hundred days off, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, And
1: everyone's going to have a different experience with it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, um, that, that Delta, it hasn't been crazy big. Like my day-to-day life isn't really much different. But that even like even one hangover just to me isn't worth it anymore. Any like one, one night of bad sleep, like one, you know. I'm I ran out of reasons, and I think we mentioned this in the first podcast. I ran out of reasons to justify. It. I ran out of reasons to drink. Yeah, uh, it was just a total net negative because every positive that I got from drinking, I could have sober. Like for example. We had a, a party, we hosted a party last night and, you know, everyone, pretty much everyone drank, not heavily, um, or at least I don't recall <laughs> anyone drinking too heavily, but I don't know if anyone noticed me not drinking. Mm. It was just, and I was able to, you know, it was like, it, it wasn't the alcohol that, um, that that created the party and got everyone together. Like the alcohol is just, you know, seasoning, salt and pepper, that makes certain social uh, environments a little bit more, you know, fluid perhaps for some people. Um, But I was able to just totally, and I've been, you know, I've been going to get togethers and happy hours and what have you. And I've been just drinking water or like a soda or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Soda water is like my favorite, you know, club soda. Oh yeah. yeah, Perrier. Oh, yeah, it's my go to. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like it's nothing's changed. I still enjoy talking with everybody. I still enjoy sharing stories and laughing and joking. Um, yeah, it's it's like, it's like I am drinking, but it was never the alcohol. It was just the the fun social interaction in the first place.
0: Yeah, I, um, you know, I'm living in Florida, and I don't have <laughs> I don't um, like go out too much or anything like that. So I don't, have those like social situations where it's um expected or common to be drinking and so when I was up in Virginia I was um you know in a couple of opportunities where everyone was drinking and everyone was drunk and maybe this will transition to my sober driving story but it was it was interesting like being the sober one and it was just funny like watching the folks like Drinking and like my friends, they they like to party, so they're you know slamming beers and taking shots and stuff like that at the clubs and at the bars and stuff. And it's like, oh wow, like all right, let's go. And they're like getting looser and looser till the end of the evening and everything like that. And it's just like, wow, like you guys are out of it. And it was funny, like and I enjoyed the time and everything like that. And I was just drinking water, like I had my little tiny plastic cup with a straw in it, and I was doing a little dance. And it was I felt really awkward the whole time because. You know everyone's drunk, and they're just dancing away and having a good time and I'm just doing my little back and forth shoulder dance uh but it was it was fun and um the opportunity i last time we were on the podcast yeah you you had a sober driving story of just like yep i can I can go in and sober drive like no no issues and I had that too like uh we had two cars and six people or something like that, and um One person was not drinking with me or had a couple of drinks or whatever, still good to drive. And then the other folks, they just drove up to D.C. and were like, yeah, we're getting messed up. Like, we're just going to have a good time. And so then we needed to leave. And they were like, Chase, we're going to have to, you're going to have to drive. I was like, yeah, no issues, no problem. And it was cool being able to, like, provide that service, I guess, or being available to do that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I liked that. That was nice. But it was also annoying because I didn't know where I was going. And the, the drunk person was doing the the GPS and was canceling it every five seconds. Like, oh, no, we're going to a different place. Oh, no, we're going to a different place. And I was like, oh, gosh, this is no good. Um, but, yeah, it was, um, it was interesting. Like, it would have been fun to, I guess, drink with them. But... I don't think it would have been more fun. Like I still would have been awkwardly dancing in the corner. Like it wouldn't have changed anything if I had like a drink or a couple beers or anything like that. So it's, it's another, like, just like you explained how nobody noticed you weren't drinking. Um, Nobody would have noticed if I had a drink or if I didn't have a drink, it would, it would have been the same because I, (laughs) because yeah, the the alcohol is not the, um, the reason for getting together. It's the social interactions.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And you probably remember it a lot better. Yeah. 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 And, and one of the, one of the specific things that's nice is and maybe, you know, maybe some people can relate to this. Maybe everybody can relate to this. I don't know, but waking up and not asking that question to yourself, like, Oh no, did I say something stupid or, Oh, when I was talking to this person, did I say too much or did I sound like an asshole or, you know, something like that, like that, that thought doesn't occur in the morning. Yeah. Cause like, cause I was, Oh no, I remember exactly how that went. And I was, you know, sober for it. I didn't make a fool out of myself. Um, whether or not the opposite of that story where you were drunk, whether or not you did make an asshole out of yourself or whatever, um, you know, even just asking that question and having to be like, "Ah, uh, is that how it went down?" I don't remember, and just feeling kind of—I don't know if the word is guilty, but um, you know what I mean. Maybe a little bit ashamed. Like that—that that shame doesn't yeah. doesn't happen.
0: So. Yeah, that's um, something I really have found that I—well, I don't know if I like this about myself, but it's something that I've learned about myself as I've gotten older. Is like I'm pretty much a control freak I'm very much I like to be in control of things and a part of that is like being in control of your own you know mind and body and when you're under the influence you're not um and you can mess up and make mistakes and you know say things maybe not even like mean or rude or but just in a way that wasn't as good as it could have been just like getting down to the minute details of it but yeah I definitely relate to that in a big way the um yeah it's a control factor for me it's like i don't want to be out of control in a in a way that can jeopardize like one like relationships but also and we touched on this last time like even you know making dangerous decisions like getting too drunk and drink driving or something like that it can be you know scary and not like that's going to happen oh you have one drink like you're at risk it's you know you have to be pretty far gone for those types of situations to happen but the chances are certainly lessened if you don't indulge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's kind of interesting. You brought up um, drinking and driving. I saw an article the other day and I'm going to butcher the number on it, the statistic, Uh, but it was something like 40% of all traffic accidents at night involve uh, People with alcohol in their system, Wow, um, which isn't really too surprising, but still, yeah. it's it's like, wow, it, maybe maybe not all of the forty, maybe not every accident is caused by someone who is drunk driving. Um, but even your um, like your defensive driving skills aren't as good when mm-hmm. you're drinking, even if you've only had a couple of drinks. It didn't say, 40% of the people were over the legal limit that said 40% of the people had out like, you know, 0. 0.02, 0. 0.04, whatever. And yeah. even at those, even at those levels, you're, you're not all there. You're not in full control, right? right. Whether you have 90% control, 85% control, you know, who knows, but yeah, it's not 100%. And, and people, for something like, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, people get in accidents, you know, stone cold sober, but the other guys, you know, drinking or something.
1: Yeah. So, it's just it's just crazy how I don't know. Just how prevalent it is and how how it affects decision making and judgment. Yeah. When I was in
0: when I was in college, and this is a bad joke, ladies and gentlemen, but when I was in college, um I was in a statistics class and they were talking about like yeah, if you have if you're at 0.08, you know, the legal limit for um driving while drinking you have a 17% chance of getting into an accident. And my smart ass I chimed in. I was like, "Oh, that's not so bad." <laughs> like 17%, hey, uh, that's that's all right. I, you're telling me I have an 83% chance to get home? That's pretty good. Those are good odds. Um, yeah,
1: that that's crazy.
0: Of course I was joking. Of course I was joking, but um
1: <laughs> yeah, what what are the od- what are the odds of you not getting into an accident and also not getting pulled over? I'm sure you know, that yeah. chips away at that 83%. Yeah,
0: yeah, for uh, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, and man, it, everyone knows somebody, or maybe not everyone, but uh, I feel like everyone knows someone that that has a DUI or something like that. And it's just such a, you know, people that usually make pretty good decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, they have they they have that one lapse of judgment, and they get a DUI. And man, does it just – it. It doesn't ruin their lives, but it certainly affects it. Yeah, it's a it's a big deal getting into DUI, uh, especially nowadays. So it's just like why, why risk it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: It's um, yeah, not a good thing. Bad bad decisions can come, but um, going into uh, sort of what you touched on a little bit earlier about like the shame and. Um, that's associated with like hangovers I guess and that's one of the reasons why folks get into like a pattern of habitually drinking is you know that shame right like you you drink you one night you like make a mistake or whatever you wake up you feel guilty so you start drinking again in order to you know mask that guilt and as opposed to you know facing it head on you choose to you know hide away and cope with like alcohol and then it suddenly becomes like a cycle of drinking and that's not good you know that's another dangerous side that we never really touched on on our our first um first episode of like the binge drinkers or the folks who drink um consistently and heavily and I don't even know if I feel comfortable to talk about it too much because we're not experts on any of this stuff we're just we're just a couple of guys having a good time doing a little challenge but yeah
1: yeah part of it absolutely the the way that that i understand it at least is you know just like you said people get into this 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 pattern of being ashamed and guilty so they drink to cover it up Mm -hmm. uh and then when they try to quit alcohol that shame and that guilt doesn't go away they just like at that point it's in their face Mm. and they have to deal with it sober and that's a really difficult part of becoming sober for a lot of people i think um is that now it's like okay now you actually have to deal with it like you can't just escape to to booze yeah um yeah (laughs) So I think the next thing that we want to talk about um, is our plan for the future and, uh, you know, using what we learned during this experience and taking it forward. So what what are you going to do? I mean, I know that you've mentioned you're going to have a drink here and there, but overall, this has been a good experience for you, hasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, no no no. I'm just uh uh pulling
0: your leg. But yeah, no, it's um definitely been a good experience and I've learned a lot from it. It's been an interesting, you know, journey and I think there's still learning I need to do with my relationship with alcohol. Not again, not like I had a problem or anything like that, but there's something going on where I'm asking myself, like, I'm still trying to come up with reasons to drink. And none of them are good enough for my, you know, sober brain, my rational self to be like, oh, yeah, there we go. That's the answer. Um, So, yeah, again, like I don't (laughs) I don't plan on drinking too much or definitely probably less than I was drinking, which, again, wasn't very much to begin with. So it's. um, My plan is to just like keep going forward. I'm actually excited to start drinking a little bit (laughs) um, to. (laughs) to start writing some more. I'm hopeful that um, I can start drinking and then start writing some good stuff for my screenplays. I, I did note that the second I stopped drinking, my writing plummeted. So that could have been holidays, that could have been travel, or it could have been the alcohol. You never know. Um,
1: yeah, I, uh, I read somewhere, which is like the worst way to start something like this, <laughs> but I read somewhere that um, alcohol can spark your creativity. Mm. But uh, caffeine can like hold it for longer. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, uh, not that it has too much to do with what we're talking about, but yeah, that that makes sense. Like you know, writer's block, um, the lack of of booze could have been a contributing factor to that.
0: I'm. That's interesting. What are so? What are your um plans for the long haul with um drinking and alcohol?
1: Yeah. So like I said earlier, I'm just gonna. just, I don't, I, I don't drink anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just sober. I don't know. It's been really great. And, uh, the, the most awkward thing about this whole experiment has been during those social settings, like at at Christmas, for example, of course, everyone's drinking during Christmas. Like, yeah, it's Christmas. That's what you're supposed to do.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but I wasn't, and not everyone at Christmas knew that. I was abstaining from alcohol. So they were like, Oh, come on. Like, you know, and I'm like, Oh no, I'm good. Like I'm driving. Yeah. Um, And someone made like an AA joke. Oh, really? It was like, it was like eh, no, <laughs> not really. Like, you know, of course, cause if you're not drinking, then you're an alcoholic. Right. Um, but now I feel, you know, the longer this goes, it'll be like, Oh no, I don't, I just don't drink. It's like, Oh yeah. You know, and then I'll have those conversations with, individuals or just groups of people to be like oh yeah i'm just doing this for my health or you know whatever whatever reason yeah and there would be that less uh less of an awkward situation where it's like wait a minute why aren't you drinking it's like oh no he just doesn't drink it's like
0: yeah that's how my my grandparents on my dad's side they my grandma my grandmother she grew up with like an alcoholic father i guess and she's you know in her 80s right so she's never had a taste of alcohol ever. It never crossed her lips. Like she grew up, you know, in a household that alcohol was a problem. And so she said from like a very young age, like alcohol will never pass my lips and she's never done it. And that carried on to like my, um, my aunt and uh, folks like that. Just like, yeah, I don't drink because it was never part of my household growing up and things like that. And I don't, I think it's just like, yeah, I don't drink. It's never typically I don't see people like press it that much. But then, yeah, awkward jokes <laughs> like about AA and stuff. It's
1: yeah, like depending that. on the the group or you know how how many they've had already, they, they can yeah jeer a little bit. But also, like I I don't care. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever.
0: Well, this has been awesome, Brian. It's been a great um, podcast for one, but also I I love this challenge thanks for bringing it to the table and bringing it to the my attention It's it was fun
1: yeah absolutely man i've, I've had a, a good time doing it and for anybody listening uh if if you could take anything away from these two episodes oh. uh, two episodes i know right uh it would be to um yeah perhaps just give it a shot you know if you if you don't want to do 100 days just do two weeks and see how you feel uh it it really opened my eyes uh, i never thought that I never had a problem with it, for one thing. Um, But it was just a really good experience. And uh, I came out, I came out the other side, feeling a lot better and knowing a little bit more about myself. So I would encourage anybody to try it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And speaking of we actually Michael, he jumped on the train a little bit late, um, but he did sober December, Um, I think he's like 33 days in or something like that. That's pretty sweet.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Good for him.
0: All right. Well, I'll catch you later.
1: Goodbye, Craig. All right. <laughs> See you, Craig. <laughs>
0: Whoa! Hello, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed that podcast. Um, it's so interesting listening back to it while you know a couple of weeks removed um, from having recorded that and. It's really interesting where I was at at the time of recording. I think I was just about to get sick. And if you guys know I've been sick for the last couple of weeks, it's really put a put a damper on this new year and um so I was, you know, I was describing, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm excited to uh have a drink for the new year and I rang in the new year like eight PM in bed asleep because I was just so sick. Um so yeah it's just interesting and like I was right about drinking less like I haven't I've had one drink maybe since um recording this podcast and it's just I don't know it's not something that I'm interested in anymore really like there's nothing on my own at least like you know there's I don't think I would see myself I don't I I don't see myself grabbing a drink just like while I'm down in Florida like I think when I'm up in Virginia and I'm hanging out with my boys and the friends it's like yeah I'm gonna have a couple of glasses of wine or beer or whatever and enjoy my my time with them but like I can't rationalize it or justify it to myself it's interesting um and yeah I definitely I'm glad that I'm in that you know state of life where it's like alcohol is not a priority for me right now it's good it's good it's a good place to be in. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. I hope it maybe inspires you to take up a challenge. Um, not necessarily this, but you know, just something to push yourself and see how, how disciplined you can become and what are the results, um, that come from that. Uh, I think it's an interesting way to do it. And yeah, shout out to Michael for joining us on this, you know, drinking thing. Um, and he, maybe this is a spoiler and I don't want to speak on his behalf, but I know he had a couple of drinks for like the new year's or Christmas or something like that. Um, and the next day he was like, yeah, this was a complete waste of my time. I did not enjoy that. Uh, the hangover was not worth it. I'm not going to be really he, he said he has no interest in alcohol and I think I'm, you know, in that stage as well. Um, it's really, really interesting. Um, as far as goals for me for this week, um, I have been a lazy boy, uh, this past week um, just still recovering, getting into the swing of my new routine with new job. So just, uh, figuring it out. Um, need to get back on my screenwriting adventures and, you know, working on this podcast and stuff I got. Uh, next week is going to be a great podcast with, um, all the boys from my accountability group. Uh, you'll get to meet some new faces there. So that'll be fun and exciting, and that'll close out the end of January, our fitness theme program. We have one more podcast left. Um, If you want to uh, get in contact with me about goals or projects you're working on, uh, shoot me an email at theimprovedpodcast@gmail.com. at would love to hear from you. I want to give a shout-out to Green Bean for all of our musical intros and outros. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to you all for listening. Thank you so much for for doing that and for being a part of this little adventure adventure that i'm um you know diving into and thank you for sharing thank you for listening thank you for leaving a five-star review uh it really helps out the podcast and all of that um so with that i think that's really everything from me um i will see you all next week i hope you set your goals for this week i hope you'll Achieve your goals for this week and come ready for Monday where we wrap up this fitness-themed month of programming. All right, I'll catch you next week for another episode of the Improve Podcast. Goodbye.